with a quick change in the scripture reading for this morning. Um, despite what's printed in the bullet this morning, we are going to be uh, looking at Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 4, verses 9 through 12. I know everybody already knows where Ecclesiastes is, but it's at page 538 uh, in the Bible. If you'd like to do Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up the other. But woe to one who is alone and falls and does not have another to help. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though one might prevail against another, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Let's be in a spirit of prayer together. God, open us up and soften us. Take us away from anything that distracts us. That in the preaching of the word, in the hearing of the word, we might be taught, we might be challenged, we might be changed. Amen. From the text, two are better than one, for if they fall, one will lift up the other. And from the memory of light, in this scene, Vicki faces the prospect of finally returning to her home and family for the first time since her suicide attempt. After two weeks of being in the safe community of the hospital and at the ranch, among her fellow patients and with her doctor, Vicki wonders if she'll be tempted to hurt herself again. But Dr. Desai encourages her. Quote, Vicki, one of the things I was hoping to do in one of our group meetings was to try to bring together and understand everything that we learned from each other at the hospital and here at the ranch. What did you learn from EM, from Mona, from Gabriel, from me? Each person gave you something you needed, a tool you can use when you return to your everyday life. Uh, First, a a quick uh, aside. Francisco cannot be with us today. Francisco Stork, who wrote the book because he's actually with his grandchildren. But when you see him, if you could thank him, one, for having the courage to write this book, to share his struggles with mental illness, and to put it in such a beautiful way that it's accessible to a lot of people. And so if you could uh, convey that to him. It's been such a gift for us to read this book together during this Lent. It's also his birthday today, so if you have Facebook, wish him a happy birthday. To get home, to go home, to be home. Home. Not just as a physical place, some geographic location, a point on a map, but home. Home as a state of mind and heart. A feeling of being safe and being loved and being at peace. With just who we are at our core as a child of God. A very human and sometimes broken, but always beautiful, child of God. To get home. 
In some ways, we all spend much of our life wanting to get back home. Have you ever been away for a while and all you want to do is to finally get home? To get home, to just make it home. One of the longest trips home I ever faced was a 26-hour door-to-door odyssey from my friend Susie's downtown apartment in Tokyo, Japan, to the front door of the parsonage, 26 and a half hours later. That was a long journey to get back home. A car ride, a train ride, two flights, three continents, one ocean, six hours of layover time, a late-night taxi, bad airport food, spine-busting airplane seats, all while wearing the same set of clothes the whole time. But I finally got home. Or recall the journey of a young girl named Dorothy as she struggled to make her way back home to Kansas in the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz. Do you remember the last scene in the movie when they go back to black and white? She wakes up in her bed surrounded by the people who love her more than anyone else in all the world. Her adopted parents and the friends who faithfully journeyed with her in both the dream and real life the scarecrow, the cowardly lion, the tin man, the wizard, in that trip. She says, but it wasn't a dream. It was a place. And you, and you, and you, and you were there. And all I kept saying to everybody was, I want to go home. But anyway, Toto, we are home now, home. And this is my room, and you're all here. Oh, Auntie M., There's no place like home. There is no place like home. Feeling home spiritually, physically, emotionally. Home. Friends, what does it finally take to journey back home? Home from mental illness. To recover. And if not to fully recover, to at least gain the courage and the strength and the wisdom to be whole again, to be knit back together, to be wounded, yes, but not mortally, to be bowed, yes, but not irreparably broken, to be at peace with yourself and who you are, humanity and all. It may seem like the most obvious of answers, but to me, one of the keys to mental health and wholeness is found in community. In community. Getting better among and with folks who are on the same journey that we find ourselves on. Being with folks who may not share our specific struggle, but who are committed to walking with us every single step of the way, from illness to struggle to recovery to home. It always takes other people to help us get better. It always takes other people to just learn how to live this life day to day. Friends, we need each other in sickness and in health and always. We are made by our God of relationship to be with and for one another, and not just for mental health and wholeness, but for all of life, to become who we are made by our God to be, not isolated and alone, but always together. 
and always on the way, in a way, back home. Because when a human being is in the grips of mental illness, like Vicky was in the book, in a deep depression that tried to make her take her own life, when an addict is caught up in the downward spiral of substance abuse, when getting high is the most important thing in life, when an anorexic is in the fierce grip of behavior which puts her very life at risk, when any of us or a loved one falls into distorted thinking that tries to convince us that we are somehow less than human, there may be no more lonely feeling in all the world. In all the world. The cruelty of mental illness is that it so often isolates the sufferer and the people who love that person too. Far too often when folks become ill, they just do not want to be around anyone else. Far too often the family pulls away from community too because they are overwhelmed, because maybe they feel ashamed, because they are so caught up in that illness, because it takes all of their collective energy to just survive. Day to day. In a way, illness can make us feel about as far from home and even far from God that we can imagine. Do you know what I mean? And so, what helps us to be saved, what gets us back home, is community. Community. At our best, we are healed. And we are put back together in community. Vicky is saved in large part by the gifts that she receives from her friends, her community, EM, who gives her courage, like the cowardly lion, Mona, who gives her loyal friendship, like the friendly scarecrow, Gabriel, who gives her wisdom, like the wise tin man. Dr. Desai, who gives her confidence like the wizard. As we heard the writer of Ecclesiastes wisely observe, two are better than one, for if they fall, one will lift up the other. Friends, if there is any gift to be found in illness of body, of mind, and spirit, it may be this. It reminds us that we are created by our God for one another, for each other. Can I get an amen for that? Okay. We are made to live, not just for self alone, but always in the service of others too, especially the hurting and the lost, to help each other get back home. It's like the community I witness here every single Wednesday evening at the church down in Fellowship Hall, spilling out into the parking lot, too. You know, there's only one time all week when our faith home is more crowded than on a Sunday morning, and that is at our weekly Alcoholics Anonymous meeting that has been gathering here in this place for more than 45 years. If you could, hear, uh, if you could be a fly on the wall, you'd hear stories there of time spent in jail, of living on the streets, of being homeless and broke, 
tales of broken families and broken lives, but so too you would hear stories of great hope, of recovery, of lives put back together again, of sobriety gained, of life itself resurrected from the ashes, and all because a bunch of addicts make the commitment to walk with each other on the journey, to be healed and to heal each other. Every week, through the grace of a higher power and the wisdom that two, two is always better than one. Because finally, we all just want to get back home, to wholeness, to health, and to hope. And we can get there, but we have to go with each other in community. Let this ideal be our memory of light. Let all God's community say, Amen.